Hello, everyone. This is Rico. Did that? Did I start too soon on that? <laughs> uh, you know, I click Audacity to start the recording, and I, I I almost felt like I started talking before I clicked uh, record. So, hello again. Uh, this is Rico. Yes, and this is Trucks and Sci-Fi. It is show eight nine five. Today is February twenty sixth, twenty twenty three, which sounds like some crazy sci-fi future date. Do we, you know, like Blade Runner or Back to the Future? So many movies, you know, from the 80s, you know, pushed us about into this time frame, right? 30, 40 years in the future. So, um, yeah, it's not like either of those futures, really, right? Yeah, but hey, you know, the thing about that, my quick answer is they're not really trying to really predict the future. This is they're they're just doing a story. So... People always want to say that kind of stuff or write articles like, oh, it's not like it, you know, they predicted. And then like they're not it's a it's fiction. It's a movie. They weren't really trying to predict things. Really, they're not. Sometimes it'd be better to just not put a date. Right. But anyway, but with all that uh, today, uh, we are going to talk or I am going to talk. I was going to try to do a group show for this, but didn't quite work out. So it's just going to be me, little old me talking about the first two episodes of Star Trek Picard. So you're going to get a warning already right now that if you are not watching the show, I am definitely going to talk about things in the show that will be considered spoilers. Uh, so yeah. So if you, if you're not caught up on the first two episodes, don't listen to this. It, it'll, you know, I'll talk kind of in general, probably a little bit at first, but yeah, there'll definitely be, be some spoilers. It'll be kind of hard to avoid. So uh, yeah, and I'll probably talk about some other things as well, and let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, again, everyone, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining Rico, me. Yes, it's me uh, on this glorious, you know, and near end of February time frame. And I don't know what I'm saying. Glorious. Like, um, talk like the Klingons. The, uh, yeah, I always appreciate you guys. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. And uh, also thanks for patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi. There's going to be a new month starting soon, so if you'd like to support the show, please do that. Uh, you can do it there for a couple of dollars. And a huge thanks, huge, huge thanks to those guys, guys and gals, ladies and gents. Uh, I'm talking old school. I don't know. I watched this movie Babylon last night. Maybe I'll mention a little bit about that, <clears throat> but uh, it's not really sci-fi, but uh, maybe, you know, it's set mostly in the 20s and 30s. So uh, talking old stuff. Old school, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> There's always this first few minutes of getting in the groove, getting in the groove. But uh, yeah, thanks to everyone that supports on Patreon. Really appreciate that. So what's been going on? How's everybody doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a little bit of an odd week. We had um, here in Michigan, I mean, all around the U.S. at least, and I'm sure other areas of the world, 
uh, we just had some crazy extreme weather. We had a big ice storm. You know, it is winter here still in Michigan. And, you know, we're, Michigan is, Michigan's one of those places because of the Great Lakes around us that we, we don't really get generally super cold during the winter. You know, we have a lot of days that are right around the freezing point. And here's your weather report. So, yeah, that, that that's happening. The um, <laughs> But um, because of that, we're, we're always getting borderline, you know, ice or rain or snow. Uh, we have not had a huge amount of snow this winter. Really, really, really not. Um, but because um, we've had some pretty warmer weather, actually. My wife and I, Lynn and I, were out walking I, get, I don't know if it was last weekend or, or what, but, you know, things were already starting to bud out on trees a little bit. You know, you could see. And then all of a sudden we get this colder weather and we had this ice storm midweek. And we, knock on wood, we, we were okay. We didn't lose power, but a lot of people lost power. It was something like one in four or one in five people in Michigan lost power. You know, I bought a generator last summer because of summer storms and losing power. So I was, even though during the winter especially it's kind of a pain even with a generator to deal with all that so it was kind of i was obviously happy we had flickering power but i mean just crazy amount of ice i put a few photos up on facebook but it was um yeah there were people out for days without power and during the winter that's not very fun let me tell you you know, I can handle it during the summer. You know, yeah, the fridge you can't use. Food's pretty much all gone. You know, you. But um, if you don't have a generator, of course. But the, um, but during the winter, you know, we need we need electricity. Most people need electricity for their heat. Even with a typical gas furnace, electricity is needed to run the blower and then run the fan to push the warmer air through the house, right? And if we if you don't have electricity, that blower won't run, so the furnace won't run. You know, people who have hot water heat, like radiator-type heat, that will probably still work, I believe, or radiant heat through hot water, whatever, you know, because usually hot water is heated through either, like, natural gas or propane, and, yeah, you'll still have. But most people, most of the time, gas furnaces, yeah, so that's not good. But um, but it's gotten better, although we're supposed to get some more ice maybe tomorrow. But then we're supposed to have like a 50 Fahrenheit degree day midweek. So it's crazy, crazy stuff. I'm actually meeting a guy. Here's a little side thing. I haven't done this very much. I bought, a, you know, things over the years off of eBay and stuff. But there was a guy. Um, there's a series of statues that were made for um, comic book characters, of course, because I'm a big comic fan. This guy named Randy Bowen uh, years back. I don't think he's doing these anymore, but he did a line of, I think they're mostly Marvel. I don't know if he did many DC characters, but I've kind of, I've got a couple of these and I've been eyeing these on eBay for a while. Long story short, I, I bought one and he's a local guy in Michigan. So we're going to meet up a little bit later today at a McDonald's and, um, He's going to pass me this um, Spider-Man statue, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know why I segued into that after the weather, but who knows? It's just stuff that's been going on for me this week. The other thing that's happening, just to let everyone know, um, the here's a little technical technical uh, talk. I you know I host the 
podcast and the website and all that on a, on a place called DreamHost. There's something called PHP. I'm not going to explain it. I can't really, frankly, explain it, but it's a kind of a database thing. But they keep bumping up the version of it. And what's happening is it, it's not, it, it's, it's got some incompatibilities with some of my website stuff and with WordPress and some extra plugin things there. And I've been struggling over the last few days trying to fix this thing. I mean, it's working now, but I'm having to change. So if you notice, if you go to the main webpage, um, if you notice it looking a bit different, that's probably not even completed yet, but I'm, I'm trying to get it to all work with these new upgrades. It's kind of annoying to me that uh, that they insist on pushing this stuff out when when things are, you know, there's these many incompatibility things. I, it's just, I guess that's progress or tech, you know, in general, but it, 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 <laughs> it's just another thing for me to have to deal with. And, and it's funny because the, the DreamHost people, they've been helpful in trying to work me through some of the things going on, but they'll say, they'll comment back with some error messages and say, you should probably talk to your web developer and see if they can help. I'm like, I, dudes, I'm the podcast guy. I'm the web developer. I, I, I built the website. It's all me. <laughs> I, I always think it's funny when they think that there's like this whole group of people behind the, these websites. And of course, a lot of websites there are. And it's not super complicated. Um, you know, there's a lot of web building tools out there. And, and it's just a matter of finding the the trick is you've got to find okay what's causing the issue obviously right it's like anything and then once you find that you can okay if that's a certain add-on or plug-in thing they're called in wordpress that's causing it if i can eliminate that then it should work right but the problem is there's a bunch of them it's like whack-a-mole so there's no you know i've got a couple of ideas now so anyway that's probably more talk than it needed but just pointing out, and even the old forum, which isn't really used anymore, is now also going to need some upgrades and probably going to end up looking a little different or something possibly. But, and I don't really want to, I don't want to lose it. It's, it's, you know, there's still a couple of us that pop on there now and then, but I, I just like sometimes looking at the old, the old days of the forum and all that, you know, it's just, it was a happy time. <laughs> all right. Rico's in a weird mood today, but hey, what else is new? What else? Oh, let me talk about what I've been watching. Let me get a drink first, though. Hang on. Just a quick break. All right. So just got some little tea. And yeah, what I've been watching, uh, yeah, a fair amount of things, as usual. Uh, and, you know, we'll get into the Picard talk here shortly, the first two episodes, at least, that have shown so far. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I watched this Babylon movie. It's on Paramount+. Plus. It's uh, got Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, uh, a guy named Diego. What was his last name? I don't know. He, he was a pretty primary character, too. But I, I don't think I've seen him anything else. Really, really a good actor. I really liked him in the movie. It's a, uh, it's a long movie. It's basically set in Hollywood during the 20s, late 20s, early 30s, and kind of tells the tale of, you know, I guess a little bit supposed to be, okay, this is kind of how some of old Hollywood was. Basically, when they were doing the sort of transitioning from uh, silent pictures to talking pictures 
and 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 some of the characters, the actors, and the people behind you know the movies, the directors, and and that, and and it's a um, it, it's a wild, crazy movie. I will tell you that it, it, you know these people were um, they're they're showing a side of Hollywood, and I think I think even Hollywood now you know has this reputation as being kind of a Oh, I don't know. People do crazy stuff, drugs, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, you know, cuz it's back in the 20s, 30s, everyone smokes. Um there's a huge crazy ridiculous circus of a party in the beginning of the movie. Uh it's a long movie. It's like 3 hours long. I would say overall I I'm glad I watched it. I I kind of mostly enjoyed it. I think near the end it kind of goes a little bit off the rails. Uh, in my opinion, uh, Toby Maguire is in it too. He kind of comes in in the last part of the movie, but um, yeah, I mean, if you, uh, I mean, you can't be someone who gets offended or gets bothered by you know some of the things you'll see in this movie. I mean, there's definitely language, sex, nudity, drug use, um, all that stuff. It's rated R, you know, definitely R. I mean, but. Um, there are some crazy things you'll see in this movie you probably haven't seen in any other movie. Um, but, um, yeah, it was interesting. I, I, I really like Brad Pitt a lot. I just think he is just such a natural actor. Um, although I will say he has a little bit of a tendency to be kind of the same in a lot of movies. You know, he has this sort of swagger. and I mean, it's the role that they're giving him, too, in the movie. A bit. I mean, he plays kind of like a Cary Grant type. He's even got the little thin mustache, and he's this big time movie star. Uh, and it, it, you know, a lot of the movie rides on his shoulders. And Margot Robbie, who I think is great, although I felt like I was watching a little bit like Harley Quinn, <laughs> somewhat because she's kind of a crazy character in this movie. But um, yeah, I, I guess it's not much of a recommendation. I don't know. I don't know. It's. I'm trying to give you guys a feel for it a little bit without giving away too much, but um, I'm glad, I, again, I watched it. it. It is interesting. There was a couple of really, really good scenes that I really liked, um, quite a few, actually. And it, it, it's just interesting, you know, when you think about how movies were made back then, and and I think I think things have gotten to be a little cleaner, a little better in Hollywood. I mean, with all the scandals that have happened over the last, say, five, 10 years, especially, I think that, um, I think that it's, it is better, but you know, you've got a lot of money on the line. You've got a lot of very rich people, spoiled people. I'm talking back then. I'm talking now, even it's kind of like high-end sports people. I mean, I, th I think it takes a rare, you know, everyone talks about this all the time, but you know, everyone, I always pull out the name Tom Hanks, but it, it, it takes, I think, a rare person to get through that system and to work a long time in entertainment, especially if you're obviously somebody in the spotlight, right, like a big-time actor, uh, and, and not be impacted and affected by it and, and to come out, you know, being a kind of a decent person still. It's, it's a, yeah, interesting um, thing to think about. But all right, let us switch off to other things. So The Flash is back. Um, I'll admit it. <laughs> And, and I'll also say, I, I don't want this to turn into kind of, um, you know, I've always said about the podcast, I try to exude or try to focus on the positive. 
this podcast is probably going to be a little on the negative side, just based on a few things. You, you'll learn more soon. Uh, that's a little prelude to, yeah. I mean, Picard, I'm, I'm okay with it, but but the, I've got a few issues. Let's just, but I am enjoying it. But I'll, I'll talk more about that shortly. The, um, but the Flash, I don't know. This is his last season, and and the episodes, I'm just. You know, it's just, it it seems very similar to things they've done before so far. They actually seem to also be for our limited, I think they only have 12 or 13 episodes. Uh, They they seem to be like, okay, let's get into some really good stuff here, guys, or some, you know, interesting things. There was an interesting thing in the the last episode near the end, although I think a lot of people won't like it. I thought it was kind of an interesting take. I didn't expect it. And it takes quite a bit to, to surprise me on these shows. So um, I'll, I think, was that episode three of the season? I think. So, yeah, I, I'll, obviously I'm going to finish watching it. I may mean, have really liked the show over the years. I, I will admit, I think the last few seasons have been rough and rocky a little bit. Uh, but, um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it'll end strong. The um, Let's see. On my other list of stuff, I finally got into Warrior Nun 2, started that up, uh, watched one episode so far i'm still working my way on on dark still you know that's going to be a slow one i will say i talked about this show before Wolfpack, which is on paramount plus with with buffy with uh, sarah michelle geller i i mentioned it wasn't that great it's kind of growing on me i've watched another episode or two probably since i talked about it last i think i'm at episode maybe four or five something like that um, I think I'm almost current, actually, because they're releasing them weekly. I think I've only got one more, uh, but um, it's not terrible. I know that's a terrible, that's not a great recommendation, uh, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It, it, the The one thing that I will say about that show with, with a lot of these kind of, these like the people that are supposed to be like teenagers in high school, man, they, they, it's the same thing, and I and I and I feel like Riverdale kind of did the right thing where they time jumped a little bit. But these people are not in high school, you know. I mean, especially a couple of them. They're much older looking, and and that, and and it's just kind of ridiculous almost. It's um, sometimes I wish, and I get it because they they of the way they're doing the show. I didn't think they wanted to show like a ninth grader, you know, aged person. But um, but yeah. Oh, let's talk about The Last of Us. You know, I was concerned with this show because The Walking Dead kind of wore me down on the whole end of the world zombie thing and bad people everywhere. Uh, but I um, I will say that I'm, I'm liking it. I, I, I really am. I, I think it's more uh, direct. Things are happening and moving at a better pace than Walking Dead ever did. And I think that has to do with it being on HBO and, and more of a limited thing than a, like a network show like kind of Walking Dead really was. So, but yeah, I'm really liking it. I don't know how many episodes we're getting. I think we just had, if we had five or six so far, another one tonight. I usually typically watch it on Monday. I usually don't watch it on, on Sunday night when it airs. I usually watch it on Monday. Uh, but um, yeah, I really like it. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the two main leads. I mean, Pedro Pascal's, he's just great in everything, I think. Um, and Bella Ramsey, um, both of them were, of course, on Game of Thrones. She is great. Uh, and and just the, so much of that show it revolves around their chemistry and their 
acting and Pedro is just killing it, uh, as they say these days. He's he's great. So check it out uh, if you haven't checked it out. If you get a chance, I mean, it, you know, it's it's an intense show. It, it's it's that you know you get you get pretty worked up watching it. I feel just kind of like Walking Dead would do occasionally. So keep that in mind. Um, but um, working my way still through the National Treasure TV show, it's it's kind of fun. It, it again, that's not a high recommendation. I'm, I'm going to give a lot of these shows, although Last of Us, I would definitely rate higher. About a grade of about a B, you know, or or so maybe like uh you know back in the let or the number grades, two point five, 3.0 kind of grade. Um, I'm enjoying it. I, I, it's it's got some uh, you know the cast is appealing. It, it, it's a little disappointing. It's it's they they just turned it into the we'll call it even though I hate this terminology turned it into the CW version of National Treasure with all these young people uh, as the you know taking over from the Nicolas Cage time and uh, no one expected and and I knew it wouldn't be Nick Nicolas Cage in the show but um, so um, and I think that's probably the most of the shows I wanted to mention I think. Um, if you're not watching Shrinking, the last one I'll say on Apple TV with, um, and I think I also mentioned Hello Tomorrow. I think I've mentioned that show. I started to watch that on with Billy Crudup. Is that how you say his last name? Crudup? Crudup? Uh, he's great, and that show's kind of fun. Um, but Shrinking uh, is my new really fave non sci fi thing. Harrison Ford is great in it, Jason Siegel's in it. It's just really different, and it's really cool. It's only a half-hour show. I'm really enjoying it. I mean, Apple TV really has some great stuff. And I will say that, you know, they have, I think, the cheapest streaming service price. They may not have as much content uh, as a lot of other services, but, man, what they do have is is really good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new season of Ted Lasso, too. Again, not all these things are sci-fi, but just to let you guys know what I'm watching. All right, let us... Um, I think I did finish up Manifest. I don't know if I – and there's 10 more episodes coming, so I wrapped that up. Um, so we're looking forward to the final 10, and we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, all right, let us take a short break. Let me take a short break, and then we're going to come back and talk about Picard. So I think maybe, I guess, during the break to get us in the mood, let me play – I'll play one of the overall trailers for the series, one of the the – last trailers before the series started for you uh, or for us. Uh, I'll play that and I'll come back and talk about um, the first two episodes with spoilers. Admiral on the bridge and captain on the bridge. You will probably find this inspection boring for the likes of you two. Boring? Well, we won't be blowing things up. Taking or engaging in fire, crash landing expectedly or unexpectedly. Those were the days. There is something coming. Battle stations. Some kind of attack. And Starfleet could be the target. There's a darkness. All-consuming darkness. And it is getting stronger. John Luke, trust no one. Jean-Luc Picard. 
talk about or let me talk about it and you can listen and and you know always you could always email at treksf at gmail.com or put comments on the facebook group uh or or whatever you know make your thoughts known about um the much 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 anticipated season three of star trek picard reuniting basically everybody of the main cast of star trek the next generation now I've said before, I really, I liked the first two seasons of Picard. I thought they were interesting. I thought they were different. I, I, I think that they tried some things that, you know, some things worked, some things didn't maybe as well, but I, I like the new characters they introduced. Um, the shows were never, you know, intended uh, to be, you know, TNG, you know, next, next, next generation. Uh, it was... It's been pretty well reported that I think Patrick Stewart even himself didn't really want to do a reunion show for whatever reason, or or maybe it was a combined decision when, so when people have been, there's been a lot of stuff out there about like, oh, you know, the first two seasons, terrible, don't even watch them, just watch this one, like, and you know, I always feel like you need to give things a chance, and if you did watch those and you didn't care for them, totally understand that. Uh, but my point is the intention was never to be TNG Part 2 or whatever you want to call it, right? But this one, of course, Season 3, is obviously that. And and it's, you know, this gets into this whole thought process or, or question of, you know, these actors and this crew and these people I know a lot of, obviously, everyone loves TNG. I love TNG. I love TOS. I mean, I like pretty much all of Star Trek Discovery even as well to a degree. But the the thing about it is, is that, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, we want to see all these people together again. And, and, and so do I, of course, obviously. And I feel like I'm giving you guys a prelude. And I already kind of said, I mean, I really like the first episode. I, and, and let me give you a, I guess we'll try to discuss this a little bit. 
episode to episode, but I'll give you a sort of my overview so far. Um, and I am also someone who tries very, very hard not to be influenced by what everybody else is saying, right? There's a bunch of like, and I said this before the season started, a bunch of people have seen the first six episodes, right? Some reviewers and some people out there, and they're all like, oh my gosh, it's so great. It's so great. It's so great. It's this is the show we we want, we need for Picard, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not, honestly, I'm not blown away. I, I mean, I love seeing these characters and these actors again, sure. And we haven't seen all of them really yet that much. There's still a couple that haven't really popped up yet. And they haven't really come together as a group or as a team like TNG, of course, had them on the Enterprise all those years, right? They're kind of all separated, that kind of thing, which <laughs> and I get it because they're not still a crew, right? You've got to do the bringing them together kind of situation. And and from the clips and previews, and I'll play a few more things for you guys, that eventually does happen here. I just hope it doesn't happen in like episode nine. <laughs> That's what I want. I, I want that, right? And, and I think a lot of people do. And again, I understand you've got to bring them together and, and figure out a reasonable way to have that happen and to do that. But um, so, so again, it's, it's just, there was just like, everyone's just going gaga. And I'm like, I think my biggest thing, and we'll talk about this, especially in the second episode, when I talk a little bit more about that one, what, what's, I think the biggest thing that's sticking with me right now is it's, it's kind of stuff we've seen before. It, it, you know, things, there's a lot of stuff going on in here in these first two episodes, even it's been like, and I know Trek, it's been around forever. They've done a whole pile of movies and a whole more than a pile, whatever you want to call it, 800 or something TV episodes, give or take a, a 20 or 30, but, but they're, but wow, to bring these characters together and, and, and then you've got this crazy bad guy out there. And there's a, there's, you know, they're, they're a little outmatched and, 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 and I'm getting ahead of myself into the second episode a little bit. And there's spies within maybe Starfleet and, 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 uh, well, I won't, I won't say the really big kind of semi-spoiler, but I'll, I'll save that in a little bit and we'll talk about the second episode. But man, I can, I can make a list of about 10 things or more of stuff like, yep, check that box, check that box. They've done that. They've done that. I, I hate the term, and people have used this with like uh, some of the Star Wars stuff, like Mandalorian, even fan service. I, I and they've done it with Marvel a little bit too. I hate that terminology, but boy, I, this is probably one of the shows so far that I feel like that's what we're getting a little bit. And and I'm not negative. I, I'm trying really hard to, to. I'm enjoying it. Am I happy to be watching it? And oh my gosh, yes, a hundred percent. And I'll. But I want more. I, I want a little bit more interesting plot. And and I, and I think one of my general, this is a, a side comment, one of my general problems with, uh, you know, or, or things I think about a lot these days with TV and movies is that they do a lot of like, and this has been ages, the way they style things and the way they run things. There's, there's a lot of buildup. There's a ton of buildup what's this going on? What's about what, what's all this about? And, and the payoff is always, not always, but most of the time doesn't, doesn't match the buildup. It doesn't fulfill me. You know, it, it, it's like having a great 
you know, I'm not a big guy who goes out for like fancy dinners and has a seven course meal. But the, my analogy to that is they're supposed to build on, you know, and then have a good payoff kind of a thing. And I'm, I'm already worried the payoff here is not going to be good enough or, or enough to justify all this. You know, they're, they're, they've managed to destroy a Starfleet place, you know, like it, it's, it's a, you know, an out, a little training outpost thing. They, they get in, you know, it's, it's, and I know Star Trek kind of, um, mimics, of course, our times that we live in. So terrorism, there, there's a little bit of a hint of, of some kind of medical things possibly going on here or, or biological things potentially, because Beverly and this other person, which we'll talk about a little bit more shortly, uh, have been kind of off on their own kind of you know, getting medical supplies to people and they talk a little bit about uh, plagues and things and stuff. So, but, um, I'm just, I'm just again worried that, you know, especially with the villain and, you know, she seems to be out for both potentially both Starfleet and Picard so far played by Amanda Pul uh, Pulmer, um, Christopher, Christopher, um, you know, Chang's daughter right now. Uh, but anyway, um, it's just, yeah, we'll see. Okay. And, um, all right. So let's, let's give you a little bit more background on the, on the show a little bit, um, for this season three. So this guy named Terry Metalis, I think that's how you say his name is, is one of the execs and kind of, you know, essentially I think he came up with, um, this season's, you know, more or less plot line, right? Um, I'm, I'm looking a little bit here online and Wikipedia and stuff like that. Uh, there's others, of course, um, but um, he's he's big, big responsibility here. He seems to be in the news and they've been interviewing him and stuff like that. So I, th I think he's he's, you know, a lot behind the show and, and one of the creators of this season. So far, we've had two episodes. Uh, the first episode was called The Next Generation. There's a... <laughs> Uh, directed by Darren Aronowski, directed or sorry, directed by him, and written by Terry Metalis. Uh, that was on Feb 16, February 16th, and then this just this past week on the 23rd, at least in the U.S., and an episode called Disengaged, also directed by uh, Doug Aronowski. That one was written by Christopher Monfett and Sean Tretta. Uh, next episode, the one coming this week. This week's episode is directed by Jonathan Frakes. It's called 17 Seconds uh, and written by Jane Mags and Cindy Appeal, uh, Apple, maybe A-P-P-E-L. Uh, let's go down the rest of this uh, upcoming episodes that they know about. Uh, episode four is called No Win Scenario, directed also by Jonathan Frakes. Terry Metalis and Sean Tretta wrote that one. That's March 9th, that'll be. Uh, we're getting the 17 Seconds episode on March 2nd. Uh, then we get into episode five, Imposter. That's got an interesting title. Uh, and then that's uh, directed by a guy named Dan Liu, uh, written by Cindy, Cindy Apple again. Appel, Appel. It's probably Appel. So sorry, Cindy. And then 26, Bounty, uh, also directed by, it looks like they kind of did these in groups of two, uh, directed by Dan Liu. And Christopher Monfett wrote that one. Then the final um, 
episodes from seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, the final four episodes, it, it, the first six are the ones that a lot of critics and people out there have seen. I think there's even some people that have seen the whole season, some rare people that have talked. But um, the last four episodes, seven, eight, nine, and ten, there's ten total. Uh, there are no titles listed here yet for those. Um, the the last episode, and we even uh, the last. I'll, I'll just point out the last couple. The last couple of episodes are Terry Metalis, pretty much nine and ten are both directed by him, and the last one's written by him. So he he's all over this season. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm really happy we're getting Jonathan Frakes directing. I think he does a great job with Trek. I think it's very noticeable. Uh, in terms of uh, the way he he does things and camera and he, he, the works with the actors and a lot of a lot of things I've always enjoyed his episodes of Discovery and and, and uh, you know uh, everything he's he's done I've enjoyed so so all right let us get into uh, and I'm not going to give a you know, blow by blow thing for these first two episodes I you know I don't think but the first episode is basically you know a little bit of a setup. Pretty pretty much, um, Picard re- receives his message from Beverly. She's out there on this kind of um, Starfleet ship. She's managed to get and, and use. Um, it seems like mostly for sort of like um, supply and relief and medical support to places. There, it's it's pretty sketchy and not really defined. That's a, that's a little bit of one of my other problems so far with two episodes and. We really still don't know exactly what they were doing out there and why. Uh, and, and they kind of went to these. There's a lot of rogue elements now in this current time frame of, of Star Trek and, and post TNG where it seems like where's Starfleet? Where's our other ships at? Why aren't they doing this stuff? We had seven with the Fenris Rangers, right? This sort of rogue group, and, and now and now we have Beverly out there on a ship with just one other person, it seems, and and out there trying to save the galaxy, like like it's like when when did um, when did you know Star Trek and Starfleet become Rogue Squadron or whatever you know with with just where are the ships? Where are the you know where's where's the Enterprise, which I think is coming, but. Um, and, and you know, yes, that there will be that presence here, but but it's just this the the whole like oh nobody else and and granted the original series did that when they went into movies you know I need Jim Jim Kirk to do this you know you need you know the the Enterprise is the only starship around and all but at least they weren't this little rogue group all of that they did turn into that I, I'll have to admit that so um, all right but anyway the rest of the episodes are going to be running weekly all the way through we we wrap up when we get to uh april 20th it looks like with the final episode so you know again the first episode picard connects up with Riker. you see rafi has become sort of this um secret agent type for starfleet out there investigating you know some things going on that they've heard of and She's also kind of, you know, it's under the radar. It's 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 become a very very under the radar kind of uh, group, uh, but um, yeah, and 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 I like that stuff. I like Rafi as a character. I think she's interesting. I, I she's different than the other characters in Trek that we've seen before. She's got a lot of problems, <laughs> basically in her life. She's not all put together. You know, and and this is where people will go and say, well, this is against you know what Roddenberry, you know. He figured, you know, 300 years in the future or whatever that everybody be totally, you know, all, you know, 
they'd have all their bleep together, right? And, and that's, I think we, I'm hoping we'll have more of our bleep together in the future than we do now. But I, no one can really expect it to be all perfect, right? And not, not have everyone, you know, feeling or, or being, you know, completely, you know, oh, yeah, everything's perfect. Everything's fine. So especially since one of the tricks with this when it's entertainment is if everything is fine and everything's perfect, you don't have any drama, right? Nothing's, nothing's happening. It's another perfect day here on, on Starship Enterprise. So I'm kind of rambling a little bit, maybe, maybe partly because I don't want to give out too many spoilers, uh, but, um, so then, uh, you know, in the early part of the first episode, you know, Beverly's on this ship, she gets wounded and then they kind of segue away from that. Uh, she manages to send off a quick message and she sends it to Picard and she says like, trust no one. And, and you know, what's that about? Why? Um, so, uh, it, it's, it, it, it's, you know, he's going to turn to some people in Starfleet that he trusts, or at least some old colleagues and friends and, and, uh, and you're going to need some kind of a ship, you know? Uh, but, uh, it's just, it's just tricky when, when you've got to pull all these little different strings together. I really like the fact that they've kept seven around and involved here. Uh, I think she's very, she's to me always been a really interesting character. I think Jerry Ryan is, is super great in this, especially as, as this more sort of seasoned and now part of Starfleet seven of nine, although now she's called Anakin Hansen. Cause, cause Captain Liam Shaw of the Titan that they meet up with, he's kind of a jerk and, uh, he's a little Borg prejudice and, and he doesn't like that. And he's, he's kind of, uh, he's kind of an ass, frankly. And, um, but I, I feel like he's interesting also in the fact that these guys show up and, and they're like, well, we want to kind of take over your ship and do this and do that. And he's like, nope, you know, I, I don't really, I don't really want that. <laughs> and you guys aren't really, I don't even know if Riker's technically in Starfleet anymore. I mean, uh, you know, are they Starfleet retired? Both of them? I think they are, right? So, so they don't really, you know, a, a retired naval officer can't go on a ship and just say, start ordering people around. I don't think that's the way it works, right? I, I don't think <laughs> you've left. It's like when you retire from a job, you can't just come in and start bossing everybody around again. I know military and rank is a little different, uh, but I, I still think that's the case. If you've left the service, if you've been discharged or whatever it's called in Starfleet, you you maybe still sort of technically have your rank but you don't have all the privileges and, and, and you don't have the authority like you used to have, right? So, um, all right, let me take a short break. And what I'm going to do during this one is there's one of these trailers out there that's, it's well, here on, on YouTube, it's called the Master Trailer, but they usually put one of these out for most of these new Star Trek shows where they talk about like, or they show, okay, this season on Star Trek Discovery or this season on Star Trek Picard. And that's what this is. And I think it's, it's kind of a longer one. I think it's like three minutes or more. Let's see, almost four minutes. So, um, so yeah, let's, um, let's play this for you guys and I'll come back and then you go, um, then we can, uh, 
we can continue our or continue my discussion. I'll be right back. Who is it out there? I don't know. So it's us and the boogeyman. The edge of space. No cavalry in sight. I have to keep digging. I'm with Starfleet Intelligence, but they are blind to something big. Battle stations. You left the second Jean-Luc called and put half a galaxy between us. Are you pleased with yourself? Forcing this chaos. God damn it, Lord! This suffering. All right, that um, that trailer wasn't as long as I thought, or that teaser for upcoming on this season of Star Trek Picard. Because what they did is they just <laughs> they smushed the uh, upcoming on this season thing with the other trailer that I already played. So we'll stop it. Uh, but the um, but yeah, there's some quick little scenes in there that we haven't seen yet in the first two episodes. A little bit more with Troy, Jordy. Uh, a little bit more with Worf and that too. So. Those, again, what I said earlier about wanting to have everybody back together, the whole band, you know, together, uh, I want that. And I think it'll happen, and I hope it doesn't, you know, doesn't go too long. There's little things I can figure out from some of this stuff about, you know, the Titan that they're on right now, getting back to Starfleet, it looks like. And, and then, you know, somehow the Enterprise showing up. I don't know if Jordy's in command of the Enterprise, or is he... He kind of looks like it, maybe, uh, I think. I don't know if that's really been officially revealed somewhere. Maybe it has. I try not to learn everything ahead of time with these shows. It's more fun to just kind of watch them and see how they, how things progress. Um, but um, all right, so that's um, the uh, – oh, it looks like there's a, uh, a little bit of a five-minute clip here. Star Trek Picard Season 3 with Jerry Ryan and Todd. He's Todd Stashwishki, or, or I don't know if you say this guy's name. Maybe I'll play a little bit of that for you. Um, but um, he's the guy who plays Liam Shaw, uh, who's, who's um, yeah, he's not he's not a nice guy. <laughs> and he doesn't take kindly to Riker and, and Picard, like I said earlier, being on his ship. All right, let us get into the more spoiler things, I guess. Um, so there's, uh, there, there's a... Um, there's a young man, and actually, I need to pause and I gotta check something really quick. Be right back. All right, so I had to check something. I had to check uh, this actor Ed Spielers, who's 
part of this season who's playing Jack Crusher, uh, Beverly's son. I had to check how old he is, the the actor at least. Uh, he's almost 35. He'll be 35 in April. So because, spoiler, 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 they're basically saying uh, non-verbally and then near the end of the second episode is that he is Beverly and Picard's son. And where have we had that happen before? <laughs> I mean, Picard kind of denies, denies, denies. Riker's kind of on him in the second episode. And and, um, and then it's like he speaks with a British accent, which like if he was never around daddy, how did he how did he pick that up? You know, I mean, I guess he could have been listening to logs or or maybe wherever he was educated or whatever happened to him. But um, the um, the actor is actually from England, you know, so. But they make this point, they say it many times in the first episode, that they haven't seen each other for 20 years, right? So, okay, if they had a kid in the last year or something of them being together, which they've kind of indicated, how, how is this kid, why is the kid so much older? You know, did Beverly hide him for like 10, 15 years or something? I, yeah, I don't even know what that puts it in the time frame of, of TNG. Y- you know, that would have been when they were on the Enterprise, something like that. I don't, I don't remember how that how much time supposedly has gone by. Um, I mean, he's but it's just like, uh, do we really need to do that? It, you know, love child of Picard and, and Beverly. I I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I just I it it just seems so repetitive to me. <laughs> it's like, and also. The other thing that I, I think about when I, when I, you know, and now it seems like even um, Deanna Troy and Riker are having issues. The other thing that's hard, and, and Rafi, of course, is a broken kind of family. Like, it looks like maybe Geordi's our holdout for having a, a solid, um, with daughters in Starfleet. And, and I, I maybe, I'm assuming maybe they'll re- refer a reference if he's still married, if his wife is around or whatever. But does nobody have a good relationship in, the, in these characters in this show? And I think that, you know, Star Trek is always kind of, and Kirk, of course, was like this. And, and they've always, I mean, they tried to show, I think, with, with Cisco and others occasionally where they had, you know, O'Brien, you know, where they were saying, look, you can actually have a, a, a solid marriage and a relationship and still be in Starfleet or whatever, right? And not... Not everybody is all messed up, you know, in the future. But it, it's just kind of, it goes back to my commentary. And I hope this is coming off as being sort of a reasonable discussion and not just, you know, not negative, really. And I, and again, I, I like the show and it's fine and I'm enjoying it. But it's the, um, so it's kind of, to me, the, the whole thing about they're implying, you know, Beverly and, and Picard kind of had a bit of a, she left or actually it's not just between her two she just kind of ran off and and it was it just is the payoff just going to be well i have this kid now i'm just going to i'm just going to run away why i i don't it i'm i'm just very concerned that that it 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 makes maybe for some drama and for some interesting things hey look you have a kid now but the the background you need to have the characters do things that make sense for the characters and it to be a reasonable thing. And I know, yes, and that people do crazy stuff sometimes and not everything has to be neat and tidy and fit into a perfect 
package. I get I get all that, but I I don't know. I I just feel like it's kind of it, people will call it and and have said it. You know, it's kind of weak writing. It's like sure if you throw out everything we know about these people, it was the same thing that people said, and I I agree with the last Jedi comments and and how Luke what Luke turned into in the end. I, I totally disagree with that. I mean, here's a kid who who is on a on a on a distant planet that basically dropped everything and ran off and saved the galaxy and formed these tight bonds with people, and and he just turns his back on all of things. That's not that character. I, I don't believe it for a second. Even if things went badly, you know the the idea that oh yeah, I had this one student, you know, the kid of some my my best my sister and my best friend. And I, I kind of failed him, so I'm going to go off and hide in a cave. No, Luke would try to repair it. He would try to fix it. He would try to help. And, and the you know, so bringing it back to Trek, I, I just sometimes feel like when they, now this is me, you know, armchair writing with these characters, but you do sort of become that in, in a show and, and something that you've watched for a very long time. You can't help it too much, right? And, and I'm not trying to say that they should do it my way, you know, these things. But you 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 have to be true to the character. And I've read comics a long time. And, and, I, and I think that when they diverge too much, um, that's when you can have some trouble. So I just, again, you've got this, this huge ship. It looks a lot like it came out of, like, you know, the, the Star Trek 2009 re- reboot movie with Nero, right? And and you've got this, you know, scenery chewing villain, kind of con like, um, who maybe knows, seems to know Picard and know a lot of things about Starfleet and everybody, and is on some kind of revenge kick. Ah, sounds like con. And now at the end of the second episode, now I'm really going to get on a roll. They're going into a nebula to, to avoid the big bad ship. Why don't they just warp away? I don't understand that, um, because eventually you got to come out of there. I suppose I suppose you can you know meander around in the nebula a while and then warp. Why wouldn't you just do that? I don't get the tactic of that exactly. When both ships, I don't think they've said the Titan's warp drive is out. Maybe it is. Um, maybe I missed that. But when when both ships are a little bit disabled, like they were in Wrath of Khan, that kind of makes sense a little bit. Um, and they've done that. You know, I mean, heck, even going even leaving space dock and um, with the Titan. Uh, I was joking with Chris, my friend Chris, and we were chatting a little bit about the episode. And I'm like, is there a rule when you're in space dock that you back the ship out or take the ship out and you don't wait until the doors are completely open? Is it just cool and dramatic? I, I mean, just stop doing these, these same little, oh, look, there's that. It's kind of, I saw this one, I think it's a video on YouTube somewhere. And I know that this is happening in other things like Mandalorian, I'll keep mentioning and other stuff. So maybe Trek is, you know, I was hoping they'd be a little bit, you know, better. But the uh, the Easter egg phenomenon, right? Oh, look, there's that. And oh, look, there's that. And it's cool and it's fun. And I love the music, by the way. I love the, all their interspersing of music from um, previous shows and movies and especially, you know, uh, some of the themes and stuff like that and the graphics and the look of the Titan. And I've said, like, I like 7 to 9 in that spot. I like, I even like Liam Shaw. I just think he's kind of reasonable. He's kind of a jerk. But 
I, I think it's fair that he's, you know, they're endangering 500 of their, you know, his ship and his crew to, to go off on this little mission of theirs. Um, and, and yeah, there's probably a bigger thing at play here. They can't just ignore it. Uh, it she, she seems to, okay, let's bring it back a little bit. The, the villain Vedic, Vedic, whatever, um, she's after Crusher. She's after, um, Jack Crusher specifically, she seems to be after. Why? And, and, uh, you know, I hope we'll learn, but my other, one of my other little sort of negative things, I guess, about these first couple of episodes is they've had some time now to ask questions. Yeah, sorry, got interrupted for a sec. Uh, so they've had time to ask questions of Crusher, um, Jack Crusher, and he just isn't saying much. Or he's sl- saying that like he doesn't know why all these people have been after him. So maybe he really doesn't know. Maybe they can't get answers that way. Uh, but it's just, yeah. And I know you have to have a mystery. You have to have the drama and all that. But I, again, I'm concerned with like, why? What's going on? Was he made in a lab somewhere? Did somebody, is this another, uh, <laughs> is this another Star Trek nemesis thing? You know, with a clone of Picard around or whatever? I I, I don't know. And, uh, and again, I think... Um, it's interesting, but I I, um, I haven't been blown away. I mean, the show looks great. I love seeing everybody back. Uh, I'm really looking forward to when we get more of the characters back and go, and things going on. I'm really interested to see how they figure work in Lore and uh, Moriarty. Um, it looks like Lore is with Jordy or something for some reason. Um, I can't even remember if they've ever like dealt with like where he's been this time, if that's ever been referenced or, or whatever. I can't remember where that got left off. What, you know, it was it, I don't think it was ever even brought up in the, any of the TNG movies. Right. I don't think so. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes, but, um, yeah, so that's my, I, I guess we'll wrap that up a little bit, um, or wrap this up. I think, I think it's interesting show so far. I'm just a little bit, it's bugging me a little bit more than I would hope that, or that I wished is the fact that there's just, we're just seeing so many things that I've seen before. And, and, uh, it, it feels a little repetitive to, <laughs> to previous Trek stuff and previous Trek stories and previous Trek episodes, movies, whatever. Um, we will see, we will see it, it, if this wasn't bringing TNG people back into the fold, like if let's just say, let's just here, I'll throw this out there for you to think about. If this, if this season, if this, um, and maybe this is too hard to kind of envision because maybe it's too critical, but so far it could have just been Picard off on another kind of mission, right? Maybe you would have needed Beverly or let's just say someone we never even knew that sent a message to Picard uh, and, and I, I know it's easy to bring a TNG person because you know, he won't maybe drop everything for, and running off to save, you know, whatever for, but then again, he did that kind of in, in the first couple of seasons of, of his show of Picard. He, you know, uh, he, he did do that for people he didn't really know very well. So, um, anyway, I, I but my point with that was, would this show be, you know, would people be talking about it like they are 
is is a lot of it just because oh look there's Worf oh look oh by the way a spoiler but Worf pops in and comes into the show in uh, near the end of season or not season sorry episode season three episode two we get Worf and I mean it's a quick little scene but it was a good scene and 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 now I I, I just I want more Worf more Worf makes everything better uh, but. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it progresses. I probably won't talk about the show much like this in this level of detail and 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 until, I don't know, maybe midway or maybe we'll just wait until it's all done and do another one. I'll probably just talk about it each time I do a podcast while it's airing and then probably wait and do a full one for the full whole season. I don't really want to do season or episode by episode, but I thought it was important. I had a, I had some pretty, you know, uh, I thought some things I wanted to share about so far with the first two episodes. I don't usually, haven't usually done this with like Discovery or previous seasons of Picard. I think I did a little bit. I, I was definitely talking about them, but uh, I just wanted to do it for here for because there just seems like so much talk about this and and everyone's watching and and yeah i mean again finally don't get me wrong i'm, I'm enjoying it i watch it uh, i pretty much finish work for the day on when they what do they come out on thursdays thursdays yeah and then um it's the first thing i do uh right after work on on um on thursday i don't even wait till the evening i, I do it like usually on thursdays i work out of my house and, and you know Come end of work day, I, I'm clicking on Picard and watching. Tempted to watch it first thing in the morning and then get to work, but um, but yeah, I don't want to do it that early. Want to be a little more awake. <laughs> uh, um, uh, one last commentary. Uh, this week we'll have two shows, two cool, fun shows to watch. And I do think this is a fun show to watch, of course, Picard. But Mandalorian comes back season three, which looks really fun, really good. A lot of Mandalorians popping up. Uh, we we get uh, uh, Katie back. You know the the whole Mando thing. You know going to Mandal Mandalore and everything. And yeah, I'm excited by that. That's Wednesday, and then another Picard on Thursday. So for the next, I don't know how many seasons or sorry, sorry seasons, how many episodes are in Mandalorian this season? They've had pretty short seasons. So for many weeks, we're going to get both. So that's going to be fun. And I am enjoying the Bad Batch, watching that. Um, I'm not sure if that's still, if they're taking a break now with Mandalorian coming back, because those episodes were airing on Wednesday. I'm not quite sure about that. Uh, but um, all right, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I did. I, I really enjoyed it. It's 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 good to sort of get my gather my thoughts on, on things, too, in the show. And, and then, um, you know, I was going to say put it down on paper, but I'm not putting it down on paper. I'm talking about it. So, okay, folks, that's it. And I hope everybody's doing well. Stay well, stay healthy, be safe out there. If you're having crazy weather, like a lot of the country is, it's uh, it's a nice day here today, though. We're supposed to be upper forties, I think, and it's sunny. So, uh, so yeah, uh, not too bad for today for a Sunday. So, I'll talk to you probably in two weeks. Next week will be something else. We'll just put it that way. And uh, I'll be back in a couple. Bye.
This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.